Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Fumble. Myself, Vernon Kay and Darren Fletcher. And we've got a very special guest with us who we will introduce a little bit later on. But Darren, let's get straight into it. Week three, tell me about the highlights. I've got a few, you know, Vern, and, and one of them kind of follows on from what we said two or three weeks ago when we, when we asked about whether this was going to be the, the changing of the guard year for the quarterbacks. And I thought this weekend we saw Kyle Allen for the Carolina Panthers, Teddy Bridgewater for the Saints, Daniel Jones in particular for the Giants, um, come in and do remarkably well, you know, in the absence of the likes of Ben Roethlisberger and Drew Brees and Cam Newton, established figures, Eli Manning. You know, these guys are coming in and and doing really well. And I think the fact that we've got so many young quarterbacks now who come out of college and they're ready to play and they can they can do the kind of things that we're seeing in the NFL, it's really refreshing. You know, I, I love to see the established stars and the, the iconic figures. But, but I just wonder, out of this new little batch that we're seeing at the moment, um, you know, who who's going to be the one or who's going to be the one or two that are really going to become the dominant quarterbacks over the coming decade or so. And you kind of put Jacoby Brissett in that, list too because I think the Colts are better than I thought they were going to be he's better than I thought he was going to be so I think it's been really refreshing as we went into week three to see all of these new quarterbacks come in and play as well as they did and if you're a fan of the New York Giants you've got to be so excited by what you saw from Daniel Jones yeah, it was a shame to see Saquon Barkley go down with a high ankle sprain, which is going to affect a lot of people when it comes to their fantasy leagues. But I think it'll also affect the Giants, Darren. Do you? Yeah, I do. I mean, I, I, I listened to someone the other day, and and uh, and and the guy in the US said it was like the Giants had worked out on Sunday everything that everybody else has been doing for the last three years. They've suddenly realised what it is. So all of a sudden, they're thinking, "Blimey, you can run a a run pass option, the RPO." Because they could never do that with Eli Manning. They've got all these other things that the quarterback can actually scramble for a touchdown. Isn't that novel? So all of a sudden, their playbook becomes totally different than it has been. Because Eli could drop back and either get sacked or throw it. Whereas this fella can run. It makes Barkley a bit more dangerous. He can stay in the pocket a bit longer, which gives Sterling Shepard, Evan Ingram, chance to get open. So their playbook now on offense has become so much more diverse than it was in the space of four quarters. So I think from a giant standpoint, they're now going to become more exciting to watch. I just think it's a shame that he's not getting the opportunity to do it with um, Odell Beckham Jr. still in the offense because they are missing a, an out-and-out number one. But I think the Giants are going to become a lot better. I also, a couple of other bits and bobs that I saw this weekend, Vern, that I really like. The Bears' defense did something to the Washington Redskins that Dallas and Philadelphia couldn't do. And I think it makes the NFC North the best division in football right now. Green Bay 3-0, the rest are 2-1. And I put it on our WhatsApp group on Sunday night. Hands down, flat out, Patrick Mahomes is the best player in the NFL, pound for, pound for pound, end of story. The kid is absolutely unbelievable. Yeah, and it was a statement that uh, not many people disagreed with, but I will put it. I will put this on the table. I think that Julio Jones is by far the best athlete in the NFL. Oh, now, I know oh, what, yeah, one hundred percent. I tried to trade him to you. I know. I tried to trade him. I know, to you. but I didn't want him. my fantasy team was in a in a, <laughs> a transitional period, even though it was week one. But I will say that Julio Jones can play linebacker, defensive end. He could play tight end. He could probably play guard or tackle. The man is an absolute beast, and I've had that from the inside. Jack Crawford told me. Adam Dirty told me at the Falcons that the guy is, is just not human. He's an absolute physical specimen. Fletch, I just want to go back on the quarterbacks. You picked up on yeah. the fact that all these young quarterbacks are really coming through. The trade between the New England Patriots 
and Jimmy Groppolo and the San Francisco 49ers. It looks like Jimmy's finding his feet. It looks like the Patriots are sitting well with Tom Brady. His numbers are through the roof. However, he is coming towards the end of his career. Do you think there's any regret now with Bill Belichick and the Patriots in watching Jimmy Garoppolo's development in the fact that they did trade him away when he hadn't even played, really, and now that he's blossoming, do you think they kind of think, man, that could have been our guy, Paul Brady? I don't, I don't think so, you know. And, I, and I, I don't think so for two reasons. One, I think that Bill Belichick lives very much in the now. Um, and I think Well, Bill we know Belichick that because of what's happened when, recently with Antonio Brown. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. I think I think Bill Belichick thinks, you know, when Tom Brady finishes, that might well be the time that Bill Belichick goes as well. So I'm not sure he's too concerned at the minute about who's going to be the quarterback of the Patriots in three years time. And I also think he looks at it and says, you know what? We drafted Jimmy Garoppolo um, and didn't have to use a first round pick on him. Nobody wanted him. We drafted Jacoby Brissett, didn't have to use a first-round draft pick on him, and he's a very competent NFL starter as well. I think he's quite confident that when the time comes, you know, they will find a quarterback somewhere in the draft that will be ready to be their starting QB when Brady goes. Jarrett Stidham got a, a throw, didn't he, and got an interception against the Jets and got dragged straight off again. But who's to say that over the next year or two under Josh McDaniels and watching Brady that he can't become the heir apparent to the throne? I don't think he's too bothered, really. I, I, I genuinely don't think they have regrets in New England. I don't think they regret Antonio Brown. I just think they've moved on already. I don't think they operate that way, Vern. Well, let's be honest. I don't think they regret taking Tom Brady <laughs> as the 109th, 106, 109, was it? Something like that. Draft round uh, pick in the, in the NFL many, many years ago. That turned out well from, didn't it, Darren? <laughs> uh, Darren, let me introduce yeah. you to our very special guest, OK? Because there was a story in week one and week two of the brand new NFL season surrounding OBJ. So let me welcome in Matthew Jones. Matthew, welcome. How are you doing, guys? Hello, Matthew. Now, Matthew, just explain to us uh, what and who you are and which company you work for, albeit your own. OK, so uh, my name is Matthew Jones. My company is actually MJJ Exclusive. We actually create and customise and source a lot of high-end products, uh, mainly watches and jewellery. Do we currently deal with in the UK and overseas over a thousand sports stars and celebrities? Right, so there you go, Darren. So this guy knows his bling, all right? And we're not just talking watches and jewellery. We're talking exclusive one-offs when it comes to luxury items like Louis Vuitton yeah. uh, and all, all those kind of high-end brands that are sports stars that have, they've become accustomed with too, Yeah, right? so any, anything basic you can't get, we can. Right, so nice. any, anything, like anything. He's the man, Darren, for Christmas presents for the missus. That's it. I'm not spending that much. <laughs> all right, so the reason why <laughs> the reason why I've invited Matthew onto the show is because there was something that we were quite, quite perplexed about and that was the fact that Odell Beckham Jr. wore a watch in week one and they then went on to wear a watch in week two and we were like Darren I think you said that that watch was worth something along around 37 grand is that right at the time at no the it was time. more than that it was, it was, no no it was way over 100 right okay so it was so way Matthew, over 100 the, the, the Richard the Richard Mill watches you've got to get to 100 grand before they let you through the door all right, I think well, I'm right in saying Matthew aren't definitely I? definitely I mean that that watch yeah. is the RM1103 the watch actually retails at around 180,000. I think that's probably dollars, um, but they yeah. they sell for around 300,000. So to even get them, the, these things are ridiculous for them. These things are ridiculous. Yeah, I they're mean, crazy. I mean, so 180,000 pounds for a watch, and that's that's yeah. that's where they start. I mean, you know, some of these go up to two million th above. <laughs> and, 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 and honestly, that's honestly, insane. you know. Um, you buy them and they're, you're talking they're also 45 investment. grand a quarter, fellas. Here, 45 grand a quarter if you're going to smash it in. Wow, all right. So, so Matthew, 45 uh, grand a quarter. The, the after sales market for these exclusive watches is well above and beyond what people expect it to be. So, this is a, a real serious investment if you manage to pick up a watch like that firsthand and mm -hmm. then not wear it, keep it in its box, and then maybe a couple of years, years later sell it on. Yeah, I mean, I don't know whether the price would probably go up if you wore it on uh, on the on the pitch. That's the thing. <laughs> I, I, I'm not quite sure because I've never known anyone do what that What was your before, reaction but... when you saw that watch actually being worn during an NFL game? And let's not forget that there's the helmets, the shoulder pads, there's a lot of hard surfaces yeah. that that watch could hit. I mean, to be fair, Richard Mille is, is, is known for it being a kind of indestructible piece, even though it is, you know, 200k. But... Um, that that's what it's kind of built for. Uh, you, you've got the Dows, you know they wear them during the tennis. I know it's not exactly quite the same, <laughs> but but they are they are made for impact. Um, I don't know whether they could withstand something, you know, like getting tackled, but who knows, you know. Um, so yeah, I mean for me it was a great advertisement. Uh, I think 
Do you think he's, he wore it on purpose, or, or do you think he's done a deal with Richard Mill? Yeah, I mean, I, I personally think it's such a good product placement. Um, I think he's, you know, Odell Beckham Jr., he's, he's such a good brand ambassador. Um, and Richard Mill as a brand, uh, me being honest, is, you know, you see them with the runners, you see them with the tennis players. Um, why not see them in the NFL, you know? Um, but the game's changing, you know. People are watching more NFL, uh, they're watching more football, so eventually do, do, the brands do Hublot are doing it. still sponsor the clock that the referees yeah, yeah, hold yeah. on? Yeah, Hublot are known for. I mean, Hublot's a brand. It's but it's a new brand. It's uh, you know the heritage of, of Hublot. Yes, it's been around for many years, but it's not like Rolex. You know, when you're a kid, you grow up, and you the first watch that you aspire to have is a Rolex, and that's that's what you kind of buy. And we tell our customers, you know, the first thing you should always buy when you've made it is a Rolex because. You as a kid aspire to have it, you know. So. And, and, and is Rolex still a brand that, uh, over a period of time, your investment will increase in value? Uh, incredibly now. Really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're talking. Uh, I mean, from when I mean I set up my company eight years ago, um, and, and when I started, this is just an idea, uh, a stainless Daytona. That's m- most people um, that follow watches. Well, everyone who follows watches will know what a stainless steel Daytona is. Um, they stopped this model. Uh, I used to sell them when I first started for £8,500. That was actually the list price. Um, to pick one of these watches up now, if it was in seals, I can imagine, and it hadn't been worn. It means a sticker on the face oh, and the, the, and on the, the little sides. tag on the, on the windy thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, you're talking, I can imagine, £20,000, £25,000. That's so, almost tripled in price. So, yeah, wearing a Richard Meal to the game. Has that devalued it? Well, no. I mean, the, the, the watch will probably go up in value, that specific piece. The brand, as I said, I still believe that Richard Mille would have done something with him because why not? I mean, he's the coolest guy uh, in the NFL. He's a fashion icon. He, al- he always seems to have something that you guys, uh, well, you know the business more than anyone. He yeah. always has the exclusives. He's got his own sneaker mm. range with Nike, which mm-hmm. are uh, very rare, I do believe, to, to pick up after they all... Like literally, they literally flew off the shelves, right? Yeah. The, the OBJs, and he is a stylish dude. Although Darren, I think you'll agree with me, he's calmed that down now that he's gone to the Browns, and I think his move to the Browns means no, that Vern, he's not. He's gone he, even worse, mate. He's do you reckon? Worse. Well, I think that you know the blonde he, hair has listen, gone. He's, he's, no, he, no, he signed for the Browns, and the next minute he's seen strolling around in an orange Bentley, and mm, then he's got not? the orange Richard Mill watch. <laughs> he never did any of this. In, in New York, did he? No, when he was a giant, he didn't do this. He got photographed on the wrong kind of yacht every now and again with the wrong kind of company before key games. Smoking the but wrong I mean, kind of cigarettes. He's kind of gone, yeah, but he's kind of gone to another level now with this. And, and I, I, I think, you know, all joking aside, and, and you know, the, 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 from, from what Matthew's saying about, about you know, what people do, I actually think he's given the NFL a problem because mm. I think the NFL is such a, such a league that's that's... There are so many rules with regards what you can do and what you can't do. Well, it's so tight on its brand affiliation, isn't it? Mm. Right. So all of a sudden, you've got a fella trying to sneak product placement into NFL games, which I think is going to create a problem for him because I don't think the league are going to take it. So I think he's he's getting away with it for now. And I'm not necessarily sure whether the publicity that Richard Mill as a watch company get from Beckham wearing the watch is the kind of publicity they want anyway. I mean, most people thought he was a complete burk for doing it. Yeah, but I, I, I didn't really see any, anybody any going, oh, isn't is that great? Any publicity is good yeah, publicity. Maybe. I mean, if, but if, if they you're don't... a company like that, you can use that athlete to get whatever publicity you like. But yeah. also, yeah. Darren, what he's done, and, and, and Matthew, this is an interesting point, is he's found a gap in the rules book or the uh, uniform regulations that the NFL have on wearing a watch because you can wear a chain. We've seen NFL players wearing earrings. I think the actual wearing of a watch, I don't think people have discussed it because it's so mm. ludicrous that anyone yeah. would consider wearing a watch. 200k during... wearing a watch, yeah. Exactly. I mean, that's £200,000 watch during one of the most physical sports in the world. It's ridiculous. Believe it or not, even if you know he's, he's wearing a two £300,000 watch during the game, but if he turned around to us and said, I wanted to create it and, and make it you know, fluorescent pink, I mean, believe it or not, we would do it for him. Hey, Darren, we could, put, we, we could put some diamantes on that old Renault 5 that you drive around in. <laughs> I thought about a little fumble Timex Indiglo range. There you go. Nice. <laughs> that's, well, about, that's about as high as we can get. That's about all that we've got in the budget, I think. I think that's the thing that did me with Beckham. Yeah. That, that's mm. what does me that with Beckham. So glaring, I think he's obvious. a fantastically talented player, but I don't want it shoved up my backside that he's got more money than mm. me. I don't... I, I don't 
I don't want that. For me, it, it's you only know if you know, um, and that that's again, it, it comes back to the same thing. You know, I, I do believe it could have been a, a great publicity stunt, and you you go onto the facts of yes, he's wearing it during a game. Is he breaking the rules? Is he just wearing it because he wants to wear it? I I I personally think it's uh, there's got to have been some sort of advertising. Yeah, it's ridiculously controversial, yeah. but a lot of fun. Uh, Matthew, there's thank no you way so the much. Fel- there's no way the f- hey, there's no way the fellas in the dog pound are going out and trying to buy one of them. <laughs> no, the big fat lads who've just you got, got, tw- you got yeah, thirty five wins yeah. each. You got- <laughs> Yeah, think about your market. Think yeah. about your market. You know, yeah, I'm not like sure that. the Clevelanders in that stadium are rushing out to try and buy one of those simply because, as you say, Matthew, they can't. I mean, it's, it's, you can't yeah. do it, can yeah, you? Yeah, it's mad. So. It's mad. Matthew, thank you so thank much. Thank you. I appreciate uh, your time. Uh, it's a, it's an it's an amazing world, isn't it, Darren? It's an amazing business. It is, but I, I just think this is unique. I mean, this this is not a new thing. I mean, the NFL players have been pushing the envelope for for years and years and years. I mean, I, I, I've just never seen anybody do it as blatantly as as he is. And I, I also can't work out why the NFL have allowed him to get away with it. I mean, they have what they call the uniform police. And if you come out with your socks rolled down or your towels too long, they make you change it. So how he got through four quarters wearing a watch, I've got no <laughs> idea. I just don't know how it works. I don't, oh, I don't know how mad. he get away with it. It's, it's crazy. Mad. It's crazy. It's, and the insurance yeah. on that must be ridiculous. He yeah. doesn't need insurance. He'd buy another one. I should try and get in touch with him on insurance on that, to be yeah. fair. All right, Matthew, thank you so much. Uh, Matthew, do you play fantasy football? Uh, I don't, actually, no. no, no. Well, that, well, to be honest with you, neither do I. Uh, Darren, <laughs> I'm 3-0 I'm and oh at the moment, which is an absolute shocker. Uh, got beaten, You're 0-3. 0-3, oh that's You're right. Oh and three. Yeah, oh and three. You're 0-3. Oh You're 0-3. Oh <laughs> Wishful thinking on your behalf, my friend. I know. Uh, j- just one second. Matthew, before you leave, are you going to take that coffee? Uh, I am, yes. Oh, OK. <laughs> Could I, could I please get a coffee, Simon? We, we always get interrupted by t- the, the tell coffee you what, delivery. If you, if, if you buy a watch off me, you can have my coffee. Let's That's talk. a fair deal. Well, That's I think a fair for deal. Now, uh, the price is 300 grand. I think Mrs. K will absolutely <laughs> annihilate me. That's the price of both of my You testicles. like those new Seikos, don't you, Vern? <laughs> yeah. I, I do finance. All right. Yeah, I, I, finance. Seikos, don't you? I do finance. Selling. Give me your car. My you kind of guy. Uh, yeah, so Darren, let's talk about fantasy football. I had an absolute nightmare. Zero and three. The first two games I lost by a point each and then our exec yeah. producer on the fumble shooting sharks very own simon cross absolutely blasted me blasted me this weekend uh, because the philadelphia eagles defense didn't turn up which was a shocker uh, and then my running back woes and i said this at the beginning of the season i drafted four quarterbacks because i knew i needed a premier running back todd Gurley is getting hardly any work in the la rams offense which is killing me and then after that i have just third and fourth string running backs i am dying on my backside darren so so the question is what are you going to do about it because this is not going to change am i going to make the playoffs darren no no well yeah 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 you can of course you can i lost this week i'm one and two but i lost this week because i left the wrong players on the bench so i didn't manage it well enough had the points in the in the squad but didn't Manage them right, and I've got I've got Crossy this week as well. So I'm going to try and do a revenge mission for you because I, I need to get back to two and two. The question is though, what are you going to do about it? Because we talk about we talked about the trade last week that I offered you, which was a very fair trade. I got Amari Cooper and Deshaun Watson, and you got Carlos Hyde and Julio Jones. You give up Deshaun Watson, but you've still got Tom Brady. So Brady's going to get you about the same points each week as as Watson. Yeah, between Maybe twenty-two a few and less. twenty-four. But, Right, but Hyde gives you a running back that it's going to get you, I don't know, probably 100 yards a week. He's averaging about that now. And you get the best receiver in the NFL in Julio Jones. But you said no at that time. So <laughs> that's okay. You didn't like that trade. But what I'm saying is you've got to make one. I and know. I think you're going to have to give up a player that you don't want to give up to change it. You're at that stage of the year now. I've done it before where I think I really don't want, I really wanted him and I don't want to trade him. But you look at it sometimes, you think, if I don't, I'm just going to lose every week. I'm going to have to bite the bullet, take a chance. So are you prepared to do that and take a gamble with someone in the league? Yeah, I've got to give up one of the guys who are giving me volume, who are giving me workload, are giving me over 10 points, because that's the way that I look at it. You want a player who's going to consistently get you over 10 points. What I'm waiting for, Darren, I'll be honest with you, and it's one of those things, it's like how long's a piece of string, is I drafted Melvin Gordon. So I'm waiting yeah, on news. Um, I mean, he's not going to come into play until November, yeah. which will be too late for me. It really will be but too also, late. But also, Vern, are, are the Chargers going to say to Eckler, who's been great for them? He's been a beast. Knowing that the... Yeah, so what are they going to say to him? Well, you just go and sit down then and the fellow that's been a total pain in the backside can come and play. 
I think he's only going to split carries or play second fiddle to Eckler when he does come back. He might get some short yardage work, but he's not in football shape either. So Melvin Gordon's fine in terms of coming back, but is he going to do a great... I, you've, you've got to make a trade in fantasy to get yourself a proper starting running back. You've got to do that. Otherwise, yeah, you're, right. you, you're dead in the water. You're right. What's, or... What, Hope that Todd, Todd Gurley's being saved, yeah. which he might be. Do you think that? Do you think that uh, Melvin Gordon's hold out? Do you think that is going to be another Le'Veon Bell? Do you think he'll get traded at the end of the season if nothing transpires? No, I, I, no. I think there's. I think it's his contractual situation, and I think if he if he sits out the whole season, he loses one of his years of whatever it is. I think there's an obligation for Gordon this year to come back during the season. Right. Whether what role he comes back in though remains to be seen. And I think the way the Chargers are playing at the moment, I mean, obviously they beat the, the Texans at the weekend. They're not really missing him, are they? No. I mean, they need some help on the offensive line, if anything, and they want to get Derwin James back at safety. But I think they look just fine without Melvin Gordon. I think they're moving the ball okay. Rivers is always going to be the leader of the offense. I think they're fine. So I think he will come back. But whether he comes back and plays the kind of role that the London Warriors, VK, fantasy team needing to play, <laughs> I'm not quite so sure, pal. I've got to be honest with you. I'm not so sure. I was petrified. I think you've got to make a trade. I know. I was petrified. Would you... So if, so if I offered you that trade now, would you take it? Probably, yeah. Yeah, I would. But I, right. I, I'm a kind well, of... I've, I've become the fantasy nerd, Darren, that needs his laptop, his iPhone, his iPad. I need all my information around me. I mean, I, it, this is... this is all You've got to remember, this is only my third year of playing fantasy football. I, I played it with Sky... Um, TV a few years back, but that, they played That's a diff- different. Though, they isn't played it, a different one? format. Yeah. yeah, you could have anyone different, at any time. Uh, so this is yeah. difficult, and now it's like uh, football manager. I'm really, really enjoying it because we've said it before, and I'll say it again. It really allows you to get into like the the, the, the nuts and bolts of the game by realizing how good players are, their value going into a game, all the analysis about injuries and whether they're questionable or whether they're out or when they're going to start or whether you know uh, what's their volume going to be against this offense and 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 likewise with the defense. It's, it's, it's fascinating. It really is. Uh, so, Darren, that's listen, a- I will, I, I, Vern, I will, as your friend, because you know I care about you a lot. And I love you to bits, right? <laughs> and I don't want to see you zero and three going on for. I will offer you that trade again this week. All right. But okay. I will put it up there f- for twenty-four hours. All right. right. Yeah. If you don't do it this week, I won't offer it again, and it will be too late. All right. So I will offer you that trade again this week through friendship and love. Okay. All right, I love me you, to you. You're a gentleman. Right? I will do that. Is, is that is that you thanking me for uh, the state that we were in in Minnesota? Is that my f- finally yes. two years later? Well, the thank you, President, for me looking well, after yeah. you. Well, yeah, and, and I also know that Shad Khan's yacht's about to get moored upon the Thames at some Ah, oh, there you go. So I need to be. <laughs> I need go. to be a plus one. You just want to be the captain of the ship again, Darren. We need to recreate yeah, that photograph want, of me and you at the helm of I the beast. I want to wear those. Yeah, I want to wear those dodgy slippers and walk around with you. <laughs> so I, I, I need to get sale. on the list. We should have had a word with Matthew oh, about that. Yeah, he's, he's, he's put the boat yeah, up for sale. Yeah. Uh, right, Darren, let's right. get into some numbers because, like you say, it was a fascinating okay. week. There's some teams who are unexpectedly uh, doing well. The 49ers, the Bills, to name a couple. There's a couple of teams that aren't doing so good. Steelers being one of them. Give yeah. us some numbers, Darren, for week three in the NFL. I've got some this week, Vern, that are quite relevant to some of the topics that we've been talking about on the fumble in, in the coming weeks. Um, I'm going to give you one for Deshaun Watson, which is your fantasy quarterback, which won't make you feel very good. In Deshaun Watson's first 25 career games, he's been sacked 90 times, which is the same as David Carr. Remember David Carr? Yeah. The old number one pick of the Texans all those years ago, who literally got smashed out of the NFL because he got hit that much. So Deshaun Watson in the first 25 games, 90 sacks, which is the same as David Carr, which oh. is a massive concern for the longevity of Deshaun Watson. Yeah. No, no one out. survives longer than five years if you're no. getting sacked that many times in the NFL. That's a health risk. That's a health hazard. Yes, they've got to sort that out. Um, Kellen Moore, the Dallas Cowboys offensive coordinator, was Former QB. Uh, younger. Yeah, was younger than... Uh, 12 quarterbacks who started on Sunday in the NFL. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. So the offensive coordinator for the Dallas Cowboys, Callum Moore, yeah. was younger yeah. than how many? 12. He's younger than 12 of the starting quarterbacks yeah. in the NFL. That yeah. is insane. Yeah. Thought that was great. Insane. That and I'll great. tell you what, yeah. he's created an offense now 
that gives the Dallas Cowboys so many different looks to what we've seen in the past. They're, they seem like a more mature offense. Like you said at the beginning of the season, their offensive line is healthy, which is a good thing. They've used high-round draft picks to bring in a great offensive line. It's working. Ezekiel Elliott, they made sure that that deal was done before the beginning of the season. Dak Prescott, I know you don't like him. You've been critical of him in the past, but he's showing good numbers. And... They've got a decent wide receiving core. So who knows? If their defence steps up, they could be playoff, 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 playoff team. I agree. I agree. And he's one of those, isn't he? We know at the moment the trend in the NFL is young, offensive-minded head coaches. Yeah. So if he has a good year with the Dallas Cowboys, who's to say that Kellen Moore won't be the youngest um, head coach in the NFL Next season. I think with that team, Certainly though, Darren... Certainly by the season after that. Yeah, I think we know with that team, though, once Jerry Jones starts meddling, if you're doing something that Jerry Jones doesn't like, he's going to change it. And I think that's the reason why the head coach is still the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys, because we all know that he's basically a puppet. Do you not think? A puppet on a string of I Jerry? I think they're the best team in the NFC, as, as it stands. As it stands right now, there's a lot, lot of. I mean, it's it's a cyclical league, isn't it? The NFL that you get three or four different staging points in a season where it looks completely different than it did four weeks ago. I think right now, if you said to me you've got to nail someone down to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl, I'd, I'd go Dallas. Wow. But a lot can change. Hey, Darren, my coffee's yeah. just arrived. Here's some more. Just one second, my right. coffee's just You're... arrived, and it tastes like someone's shat in the coffee machine overnight. Oh. It's disgusting. It really is. Is it? Oh, my God. Right. Like, either someone's just that. farted over the top of it or someone shat in the coffee machine uh, overnight and they didn't realise that it's still in there. That is like, I'm going to drink it because I need a pickup, but that is absolutely vile. <laughs> Sorry, Darren, your numbers. <laughs> right. You will like this one. So, Darren Sproles, right? Darren Sproles has been a really good running back for a long time in the NFL, but he's never been a superstar. Would you agree with that? I 100% agree. Right. At the moment, Darren Sproles is 53 yards behind Tim Brown on the NFL's all-time, all-purpose yards list. I got him, Darren! Listen, Tim Brown, right, is number five all-time. Darren Sproles, at the minute, Vern, has 19,629 yards. And the only players above Tim Brown in numerical order from one... Below are Jerry Rice, <laughs> Brian Mitchell, the kick returner, who just got thousands of yards returning kicks, Walter Payton and Emmett Smith. Oh, my god. Then goodness. it goes Tim Brown, Darren Sproles. And he's 53 yards behind oh Tim Brown. Oh, my goodness So he's about me. to become number five all-time, all-purpose yards in the NFL. And, and, and... I could have given you that. Everyone above him, Darren, is in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> I'm not sure Brian Mitchell is. No, I don't think Mitchell is, but oh, my god! No, Mitchell isn't. There's a kick returner. But that's mad. You'd <laughs> never have said that. I could have said to you, spend the rest of the day working out, work out who this player is, and you never would have said Darren Sproles. Wow, that's mental. Bonkers. That is absolutely Right, here mental. we go. Patrick Mahomes has scored at least 25 points in every one of his NFL starts, including the playoffs. Twenty. So you've got to get 26 to beat the Chiefs with Pat Mahomes. That's average. So, wow. <laughs> I mean, that's mad, isn't it? Yeah. He's got at least 25 points in every one of his 22 NFL starts. So your offense has got to match 26 or more to beat yeah. the Kansas City Chiefs. And that's the Kansas City yeah. Chiefs. He's never got below... On an off yeah. day. He's never got below 25, Vern. Never got below 25 in any game. That's bonkers. As an NFL star. So therefore, Darren... That includes the Patriots. Yeah, so therefore, the Darren... Yeah. I'll ask you this. Is there more pressure on the Chiefs' defence than there is on Patrick Mahomes as a young quarterback and their offence with all their weapons? I'd say they've just got to be average. I think if you say to an NFL defence, listen, fellas, you're allowed to give up 24 points and you're going to win. I'd expect to win every week at that, wouldn't you? Oh, mate. By the way, you know what it makes you think, right? You know the year that they drafted Mitchell Trubisky, Chicago? Yeah. They traded up in the draft to get Mitchell Trubisky mm-hmm. and Patrick Mahomes went in the same draft. So the Bears could have had Patrick Mahomes because they took Trubisky before the Chiefs took Patrick Mahomes. You imagine Patrick Mahomes with the Chicago defence. They go 16-0 every year. Yeah. Oh. Because the Bears are going to limit you to what? 15, 16 points? And he's getting 25 as a low. That's 
I love those kind of statistics where you can compare and contrast players who were in yeah. players who haven't done as well as players who were drafted higher in the same year. I love those statistics. Well, they, yeah, they, they they passed up Chicago that year, Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes to take Trubisky. There you go. There you go. Yeah. And the last one here, on the on the subject of the Bears' defence, because they were unbelievable last night, by the way, against the Washington Redskins. Crazy. In primetime games as a Chicago Bear, Khalil Mack has played in six of them. Six primetime television games. In those games, he's got six sacks, seven forced fumbles and a touchdown. <laughs> So when the lights shine brightest, Khalil Mack performs for the Bears. That's mad. He turns Six up. sacks, seven forced fumbles and a TD in six games. So, Darren, what do they class as a primetime game? Monday night and Sunday night? Are those primetime games in America? Yeah, mon 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 Monday night and Sunday night football, I think it is, yeah. But whether Thursdays count as well, I presume they must be primetime also. So it's the primetime television slots, Thursday night, Sunday night, Monday night. Oh, and he, in that. those games, six sacks, seven forced fumbles and a touchdown. I love and that. And by the way, last night he was unplayable. Yeah, unbelievable. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Across the field, and it's intercepted. And it's going to be a pick six. All right, Darren, let's move Man. on to pick six, shall we? Because time, as always, is upon us. Uh, we've been talking about posh watches, something that we'll never, never own. Uh, so first up, Darren, okay. I think you fire one to me, please. I do. Are the Steelers done at 0-3? I think the Steelers were done at the beginning of the season. I think the Steelers were done in the off-season. If you get rid of Antonio Brown, you get rid of Le'Veon Bell, uh, all right, they've got Juju Smith-Schuster, they've got the other running back who's a pretty decent running back, but if you get big, get rid of two big superstars in any offence, you're going to have gaps. And I think, uh, is it Connor? It is, right? James Connor, yeah. yeah. I think yeah, James Conner. Yeah. yeah, I think James Conner and Juju Smith-Schuster, I think there's too much on their shoulders. And the fact that Big Ben has gone down with that elbow injury, I think the Steelers are done. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. They're in a division with the Ravens, who are just going to absolutely dominate with Lamar Jackson and that defence. I think... Uh, I, I almost would put into question the future of Mike Tomlin. Really? 100%. Wow. 100%. Because if he doesn't pull it out of the bag with this team now or show improvement with this team now, there will be questions asked from the Steelers fans. That is a fact. Wow. OK. I, I, I said it and I finish eight, eight, nine and seven. Yep. I think they'll finish 8-8, eight, 9-7. Eight, and seven. No. I really do. I don't think their offence is good enough, Darren. I really don't think it is. Uh, but we've got to move on. We've got to move on. Hold on to that I th thought. I think, I, I think they're done as a playoff team, but I think they'll be all right. You know, you mentioned Juju Smith-Schuster. Yeah. Do you know for a large part of his life, he was just playing old John Smith? Is that a joke? Did you know that? No. No. His no. actual name is John Smith? John Smith. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. That's brilliant. Yeah. When he was, eight, when, when he was 18, yeah. he legally hyphenated his last name, adding the Schuster in honour of his stepfather. Oh, I love that. And he that. went from John to Juju. So when he became 18, he went from John Smith to Juju Smith-Schuster. Wow. My real name's Wayne. <laughs> No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> but what about that? You've seen me pass That's true, that. So when he was 18, he went from John Smith to Juju Smith-Schuster. I love that. Ah, fair play to him. Yeah, uh, he would. Darren, yeah. Bills and 49ers. Yes. I, I can't believe I'm about to say this. They are both 3-0. and Are they for real? Yeah. Are they for real, the Bills? I think both. Yeah, yeah, both of them. Both tell of them. Tell me why. So, why? I, I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. So this weekend, the Bills play New England, OK? So we're going to stick that down as a defeat. But after that, they play the Tennessee Titans and the Miami Dolphins. So all logic suggests that they should be 5-1 and one after that 
Miami game. They've still got to play the Redskins, the Dolphins, the Broncos, the Jets, and the Steelers, so you've just said are done, not in that order. So the Buffalo Bills at the moment, just based on schedule and how they're playing, look like a 10-win team. And 10 wins in the AFC should be enough to get you a wild card. Mm. So I just kind of look at them and think, yeah, they are. They play good defense. They can run the ball. The quarterback's fine, and they know what they are. And I think that's a decent recipe for, for giving yourself the best chance to succeed. Well, let me ask you this, they've got a very good coaching staff there. I noticed yeah. that you picked the Bills quarterback. Why did you do that? Why did you put him in your fantasy team? What has he got that you've seen? In fantasy terms, if you compare what a genuine NFL quarterback looks like, they're not always the best for fantasy. So you don't see Tom Brady running the ball, really. So Brady's got to get points by throwing it. So if you've got a situation where they've got a, a run-based game plan for New England that day, Brady's not going to be a great deal of use to you in a fantasy game. But when you look at people like uh, Lamar Jackson and uh, the fellow you're talking about with me, um, Josh Allen, and the guy at Arizona, you know, the, the first overall pick. They... Callum Murray, they run as well as throw. So Cam Newton's always been really valuable in fantasy terms because you get rushing touchdowns as well as passing touchdowns. A passing touchdown in fantasy is worth four points and a rushing touchdown is worth six. So you know that Buffalo are going to give um, Josh Allen designed run plays inside the red zone. Mm. So he's going to get his fair share of running touchdowns as well. So he gives you a chance to accumulate points in, in different ways. So I, I, that, that's why he played for me this week. And by the way, he played instead of Russell Wilson, who got 43 points. So how did that go for me? Yeah. I lost. Mm. You did yeah. indeed. But the 49ers, you talk about them, they're 3-0, and right? In three of the next four weeks, they play the Cleveland Browns, the Washington Redskins, and the Carolina Panthers. And they've also got two more against the Cardinals as well. And don't forget that this was a team when Jimmy Garoppolo first joined them. I think won six of the last seven, did they, in the league? Um, yep, and, and to finish the season really strongly. Then he does his ACL. So what we're seeing now kind of is, is, is an extension of that. They've got a schedule that's okay. I think they're a 10-win season themselves, 10-win team in, in, in the season themselves. So I look at Buffalo and the 49ers. I think Buffalo have got a right chance of the wild card in the AFC. 49ers have a real chance of the wild card in the NFC. So I think both of them, Vernon, are genuinely for real. Yeah. Next one. Go on, now, then. you this week posted pictures of yourself <laughs> in your playing days on our fantasy WhatsApp group this week. And even though I'm saying this through gritted teeth, you look bloody good, actually. <laughs> How quickly could you get back into that shape and play again? Oh, man. I'm 45 now, Darren. And the knees are saying, hello. Yeah. How old were you on the, on the clips? Uh, 30, How old were you 30, on the clips? 35, 36. Because you put one lick on a player. If Earl Thomas would have done it, or Cam Chancellor, we'd have been buzzing. And you did one. And you can hear the pads pop and the helmets clank. Yeah, well, it was a real hit. We'll post that video on our uh, fumble, yeah. fumble Twitter feed. Uh, I think if I was to commit myself, I reckon I could play next season, which is a start. Uh, starts in April for the London Warriors. I wouldn't be a starter because I think uh, my mind keeps telling me yes, but my body keeps telling me no. <laughs> uh, so, but, so I'd have to get into some serious training, but I would love to play again, Darren. I went watching the Brit Ball Warriors versus the Tamworth Phoenix, and I was buzzing. I was so vocal. I was like a child. It's just that adrenaline rush that you get from putting on the sweaty gear. You know, you put you put the helmet on, you, you buckle your chin strap, and it's that guy opposite you versus yourself, your pride, your family, everything that you've ever worked for, in my opinion. And that's why I love football, because it's just, right, let's go. It's 11 versus 11, but I've got a job. And if I can be better at my job than you are at, the, at yours, then I'm doing my bit in that big machine that is a, a defence to, to prevent the offence from scoring. So I'd give it... The, the sad thing is, weeks. though, you can't just... Yeah, the bad thing is, though, you can't just have a go, can you? No. It's like boxing. You can't just stick a pair of gloves no, on you and can't. have a go. Because there's some with, units with now in the British football, League. You, some absolute yeah, units yeah, exactly. in the British League. Yeah. And, and also, even, like I'll, you said there... I, I'll tell you this, Darren. You said there, I wish I could play again, but you can't just play again, can no. you? You've got to go through all that to get yourself ready. No, you're right. And and I'll tell you this. Yeah. Uh, we, I, we didn't tell Family Fortunes at the time uh, that I was playing football. But I uh, oh really yeah yeah yeah. But my own personal insurance 
for me to play American football during a period of time where I was recording Family Fortunes and doing Radio 1 and doing all the other stuff was more than my house insurance, car insurance and life insurance put together. <laughs> Mad that, isn't it? That's... That's because you were a greater risk than any of those things. Yeah, and, and Tony Allen, the head <laughs> coach of the reasons. Warriors, would say yeah. that I was a greater risk as well. Uh, yeah, for right. obvious reasons. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, Darren, one wow. to you on our pick six. Eli Manning has more fantasy points yeah. than Baker Mayfield. Discuss. Yeah, I'm going to kind of take this away from the fantasy. I'm just going to kind of talk about Baker Mayfield and the season he's having so far. I've got sympathy for him in certain ways and I've got no sympathy for him in others. I think... People have been too quick to anoint him the, the new Brett Favre. I don't quite know where that's come from. He doesn't look like Brett Favre when he plays. Um, and even though Baker Mayfield quite quite liked Brett Favre when he was growing up, I can't really see the similarities. I think he's paying the penalty for the fact that it's such a dysfunctional organisation still that they traded away um, uh, their best offensive lineman or second best offensive lineman Kevin Zeitler to get Olivier Vernon from the Giants so they now can't block anybody for Baker Mayfield um, he's got a, a quarterback uh, helper head coach in Freddie Kitchens who's doing things like going for it on fourth and nine with a draw play which in NFL terms doesn't work the play calling's been appalling and I just look at him and think he's not maybe quite as accurate yet as he needs to be. And he's too busy to get out the pocket and try and run. And I heard some great stuff this week on, on a podcast in the US. And Michael Vick was talking about it. He's only 5'10", 5'11". He's kind of Drew Brees size. And they get the feeling that he's struggling to find passing lanes. So he can't actually see over the offensive lineman properly. So it's costing him accuracy and he's not quite ready to throw it. And they say that as he plays more in the NFL, Michael Vick was saying this, he'll be able to find the passing lanes a lot quicker and a lot easier. So all of a sudden the ball comes out the hand quicker and it makes him more efficient as a thrower. So there are one or two issues with Baker Mayfield and the Cleveland Browns in the early weeks of the season, some of them mechanical, some of them in terms of experience, and some just dictated by the fact they can't block anybody, which means that he's not performing, I don't think, at the level we thought he would be doing at this stage of this season. So... I think he's got some improvement to do. I'm going to throw this um, into the mix. Little of... Sorry, Darren. Go, go on then, just Paul, quickly, sorry, just yeah. quickly about Baker Mayfield. Remember yeah. when he was at Oklahoma and he was going to be yes. drafted as a top prospect and I said that he's going to end up being the the next uh, Griffin the Third, Robert Griffin the Third, because yeah. that pass option quarterback, as good as they are in college, it doesn't work in the NFL. No. If you've got an offensive have coordinator this week, Vern, who doesn't believe in it, it's not going to work. You don't... Yeah. You know, on the back of your analogy there, the Robert Griffin III, one or two in the US this week have even gone as to say he's got more chance of being Johnny Manziel than Brett Favre, which is a worry if you're Baker Mayfield. Oh, it really is. It I really think. is. That's yeah. a shocker. You don't want that. No. You don't want that, do you? No. So week four is almost upon us, my good friend. What, what are you looking forward to? I've got a couple, couple two or three written down Yeah, here. Darren, I think, good games I think there's some absolute belters this week. We talked about... Uh, yeah. Uh, the Steelers, if you look at the Steelers' take on the Bengals, they're both 0-3. They're both at that crunch point in the season where people will be asking questions of the head coach. As I said before that I think Mike Tomlin, if he doesn't have a decent season this year without the weapons that he got rid of at the end of that season, I think his position as head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers will be put into question. The Bengals are just not doing it. Nothing is happening right with that offence. It looks completely dysfunctional and they are... I don't know, they're at odds and ends. I think that's that'll be a good game to watch because uh, that game is always a good ding-dong-do. Then you've got Cowboy Saints. We mentioned the Cowboys. You think they're the best team in the NFC right now. The, Cowboy, uh, the Saints coming off a victory with a backup quarterback, and I think that they've got a lot to prove. Will Drew Brees be back? I doubt it, so that's going to be a great game. Bears versus Vikings, pre, uh, prior to the, the Bears coming over to London to play the Raiders. Then you've got Raiders Colts, which is going to be a great game. I could go on, Darren, because week four is phenomenal. See, I've in got the none NFL. of these. I've got none of these. Really? This is great. I've got none of these. No, no. So I've got Patriots at Bills. Yeah. Both of them 3 0. Bills for the first time in 2011. We'll find out this week how good the Bills are. And it's not I've going to be an Eagles easy game at... for New England, Darren. It's no, not. No, exactly, exactly. They will hit Tom Brady. I guarantee you that. They will hit Tom Brady. And we'll see what happens then. Eagles at Packers. Oh. Eagles are one and two. Cowboys are three and zero. Oh. Yeah. Packers beat the Eagles one and three. That's a long way back in that division. Yeah. They're my NFC Super Bowl tip. Yeah. The Eagles. Long Massive. way to go. A long way Vikings, to go. Vikings. Vikings. Bears. That's a classic. Vikings. Bears. Ca 
Can the Bears' defense slow down the Vikings' offense and, and Dalvin Cook? Oh, how good is Dalvin Cook? And then I Cook, love the idea of the Browns and the Ravens. Yeah? Yeah. I love the idea of the Browns and the Ravens this week. I'll tell you, you what. Know, Lamar Jackson and everything John Harbaugh's doing, and then the Browns and Baker trying to go toe-to-toe with them. I think, it's, I, I think this might be, over the 16 weeks, the best one of all of them. Yeah. This could be great. I think it's going to be a great. And, and I'm glad that if you look at all the teams that we've talked about, Darren, we, we mentioned every single one of them in fumble week one in the NFL. We picked up all the teams that are doing well. We mentioned a few teams that aren't doing well. I think our prediction at the beginning of this season, so far, so far, our yeah. foundation of what we've built is pretty rock solid. It's concrete right now. It is. Last one, then, I think we've got here. Yeah, here we go. Uh, next week, Darren, our Bears, they're in tone, along with the Raiders. Uh, uh, the Bears oh, come in on wait. Friday. The Raiders arrive on Monday. Uh, if you yeah. were a player... Would you prefer to spend a week here and acclimatise or come in late and just get the job done? I think history tells you that the ones that come in earlier do well. And it, it's interesting because last last time the Raiders came, they came really late. Was it last year? Was it the year before? Year they before. came really late. And, yeah, and John Gruden had got, got a monk on and they didn't seem like they wanted to be in London and they got battered. And it's noticeable now that this time he's gone, let's go on Monday. So he's changed his decision based on what happened before. So that tells me that he's worked out you're better coming in early. But, of course, from Chicago, it's only a seven-hour flight, isn't it? Yeah. From, from O'Hare for yeah, the Bears. Yeah. So it's not quite so bad for them. It's probably not so much acclimatising for them to do. You've got a West Coast team against a team that plays on, on, on East Coast time in the main. So... I think it's horses for courses, but I, I, I certainly, my memories of, of London games is that the ones that get in early tend to do better. So I think I, I, I'd be one who wants to get in on Monday and, and be totally ready by the time it starts. OK, Darren, uh, that takes me seamlessly onto our two-minute warning. Now, can I ask, can I ask a favour this week? Because I need some help. Of course you can. So I, I wanted to try and stick the two-minute warning in. And I wanted you to help me for a change. Right, OK. Go for it. C- can we do that? Yeah, yeah, go on. Yeah, you asked me one. Right, OK. So are we set, Crossy, with a two-minute warning? Yeah. We are. Right. Two-minute warning, Vernon. In the Fletcher household this week, we have purchased a new dog. Right? <laughs> ah, yes. Now, I think that the best dog's names are American sportsmen. Right? Yeah. So at the minute, the favourite in my house for the name for the dog yeah. is Brady. Oh, I love that. Love that. Right. So what, what other suggestions is there for a name of my dog, for to name my dog with an NFL player? Simon's just link, come in the studio because I think link. he wants a bit of this. Well, uh, no, right. are you ready, Simon, so, with the So two I minutes? need some help. Listen, we, we, we need help as well from the Fumbleites too. Yeah. You know, on, on the Twitter page, at the Fumble, all that. Yeah. We need to get the right... I like Brady, but what else is there for my... What else can I call my dog? Go. Right, Rocky Balboa. Named his dog Butkus. <laughs> right, even though Rocky's yeah. from Philadelphia. Right, he named his bulldog after Dick Butkus, one of the best linebackers ever. Not just for the Chicago Bears, but for the NFL itself. I think, personally, uh, being a free safety, I would call my dog Ronnie after the ultimate free safety, <laughs> yeah. Ronnie Lott. Surely it's going to be Barkavius Mingo. <laughs> You see, Lovely. I can't. But I can't go. I can't go to the vet. No. and they go Barcavius Mingo Fletcher. Can I? Because they yeah. always think your name on the end. Oh, that's terrible. That is, <laughs> I, see, I like Bavaro. <laughs> like Mark Bavaro, the Bavaro, Titan. Bavaro, yeah, for yeah. the for the Giants yeah. back in the day, late 80s, early 90s. He was an absolute beast of a tight end, and what a player and what a guy. Gi- apparently, Bavaro's a good name. I, I, yeah, I suggested Zeke. I quite like yeah, Zeke. Zeke's good. You've always got to remember, with a yeah. dog's name, you've got to shout it across the park. Rogers. Yes. Rogers. Yeah, no, Rogers. you can't. Which, you can't, yeah. you can't which NFL player, current tell you what, Crossy, NFL superstar, the right. has been Cross- nicest to you, Crossy. me and Fletch? Rogers. <laughs> Crossy, yeah, you, get yeah. in the ro- you get in the wrong park and you, shout, <laughs> you, get in the wrong park and you start shouting <laughs> Rogers, you're in trouble, mate. I'll tell you. Rogers, Rogers, <laughs> in the bushes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's my Rogers? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> yeah, you've got to be careful there. So, so yeah. Come on, don't give me more. Yeah, my, my wife even su- my wife suggested Drew after Drew Brees. Yeah, Drew's, she's even buying into it now. Drew's a good one. Uh, like yeah. you can, Jordan, 
Michael Jordan, go for that. No? Yeah. yeah. American sports star. I'm thinking more NFL. NFL. Uh, who have we got? Power yeah. running backs. Beast mode. That's why I went Zeke. Yeah, I like that. That's good. Uh, Jerry's always a good one. You know, after, Jerry? Uh, can't go with dog Jerry. Why not? It'd be great. Jerry? What kind of dog what? is he? He's a chocolate lab. Oh, chocolate lab dog. Yeah, I think. Uh, so he looks a bit of a he, look, he looks a bit of a dude. Yeah. So like, Jerry was Jerry Rice was the man in here, and like one of the best wide receivers of all time. Uh, Darren, we're going to leave that there well, because look. the two minutes are up. But I I oh. I, I, oh. I, I welcome uh, Fumbleites suggestions at the fumble on Twitter and uh, we're on Instagram as well right Simon no, we are. Na- name my dog. All right, on Twitter, at the fumble, uh, let us know what you think NFL name would suit uh, Darren's chocolate Labrador. It's a good one. Jackson! Jackson! The ultimate running back! Jackson! The dual sport Jackson. person! Bo Jackson! I'll call him Bo! Jackson, yeah, that's not Bo! bad. Bo! There you yeah, go. that's not bad. Yeah, Jackson's not Bo. Jackson or Bo, yeah, that's not bad. Brilliant! But you know, you know, you think Bo, that, like, think Bo that, that's Rocky Boyman's son's name. So when there's a link like that, I think, oh, I can't do that. Rocky will think I'm Naming your dog after his son. I love Bo. Yeah, exactly. I, 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 exactly. I, I I'll let you into a secret. I've got a dog at the minute. In the UK to have that Bo Jackson poster. You know where he had the baseball bat over his shoulders yeah. and his shoulder pads? I had that on my wall. That was a classic. Emmett's not bad, you know. Emmett. Emmett's good, yeah. But Emmett's then people good. think Emmett. that you've named it after the scientist in Back to the Future. Yeah, well, I've got another dog called Rocco. And then it transpires that that's Carl Frotch's son's name. So Carl said, have you named your dog after my son? So I had to explain that I hadn't, no. Oh, I'll tell no. you what, as we record this uh, podcast on Tuesday, have you seen the headline today in one of the, the tabloids about Carl and believing that the earth is flat? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I will leave it there. Uh, the Fumbleites discuss, is the earth flat? What shall we name Darren's dog? Uh, thank you very much for listening. Darren, yeah. it's been an absolute pleasure. Great insight as well. Thank you, Matthew. Uh, Matthew Jaws into the world of watches and luxury items that are sports stars that we know and love. Uh, are, are really into. Uh, it's been a Shooting Shark production. Darren, have a dreadful week in fantasy. Uh, fingers crossed. Simon, you <laughs> I'm, too. I'm going to stick the trade up. I'm sticking the trade up. All right, here we I'm go. I'm sticking the trade up. And by the time we get in the studio next week, I want to have named that dog, so help me out. All right, we've got decisions to make. Thank you very much. People, have a great week four. Thank you very much for tuning in. We always appreciate it. Rate and review. Thank you so much for your time. We'll see you next week. Darren, see you later. Ta-ra, pal. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code buttery exclusions apply see site for details planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands plus quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.